0: You are listening to episode number two of the Grace Field CEO. Welcome to the Grace Field CEO podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Dalberry, an online business manager for creatives who are scaling their business while focusing on what matters to them. I'm so excited to bring an honest and energizing take on being a CEO while you raise your family. In case no one has told you recently, it's possible to rock at both. Every episode will include actionable steps that will encourage and empower you to build a business that supports your family and that thrives through systems, strategy, and most importantly, heart. Join me on this journey to becoming a grace-filled CEO. I'm so excited you're joining me today. Today's episode is all about setting boundaries with your clients, your team, and ultimately yourself. We've all experienced those late-night emails, texts, voxers, or Slack messages that ding from across the room only to jolt us back into work mode. While we could say, it's okay, I love what I do, we know that those two aren't mutually exclusive. Just because you love what you do doesn't always mean it's the best thing to be pulled back in when you are taking a step away from your business. You need that step away. But there is a way to support your team and your clients for them to feel that and to set boundaries. Let's dive in. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share a resource with you that I think you'll love. This episode is sponsored by my free resource Manage Your Boundaries, Energy, and Time Like a CEO. Because I know you're a busy woman and you probably don't have time to read a 50-page ebook or watch a 20-minute video, I have summed up this resource in an audio format with a transcript, of course. In addition to that, it comes with a guided diagram to walk you through where you're feeling the tension in your business and action steps to take to resolve it in a healthy way, as well as email scripts to communicate with your clients through points of tension or conflict. Who doesn't want that? Feeling that constant pull, like you're giving too much of yourself to your clients, but you're just not sure how not to do that. Start with this resource. The link is in the show notes. All right, let's get to the show. Okay. I'm about to drop a bomb. Here it is. The quickest way to feel free in your business is to set boundaries today, not tomorrow, not in a week, not when you have the appropriate help on your team, but today. With your clients, your team, and yourself. While I will wholeheartedly tell everyone and their mother that boundaries are important, I also know the discomfort they can bring before they bring that sense of freedom. When you take that courageous step to set a boundary with anyone, it's almost like throwing out a solid throw in dodgeball, hoping you don't get knocked back over in return. Because if we're being honest, boundaries aren't fun or easy for anyone involved. They always feel hard and fast. They rarely feel gentle. But the magic happens when the right boundary is put into place. It not only provides capacity and peace for the person setting it, but it will inevitably do the same for the person the boundary was set. What once felt like sandpaper will eventually feel smooth. Together, we're going to take a practical look at what boundaries you need today and what it looks like to set them with yourself, your clients, and your team. The first place we're going to explore boundaries is in setting expectations. What does this look like in establishing expectation boundaries for yourself? So some questions to consider here. How much can you get done practically? What goals are realistic for you? What will you allow yourself to engage in? Where do you typically feel like that boundary gets crossed in what you expect from yourself? I am an Enneagram 2, and I think I toggle between wing 1 and wing 3. I think it just kind of depends on probably the environment and where I'm at in life. And where I typically fall out of balance here is I have these impossible standards for myself that I will never reach. And if I'm being really transparent, I expect a level of perfection that I am trying to rob from my creator that's hurtful on so many levels. This trickles outward and bleeds all over everything I do. If I don't meet the standard, I get irritable, which leads to getting annoyed that dinner isn't ready at the time I want it to be, or that the person driving in front of me is driving too slow. It could be anything, and it's usually everything. We protect ourselves from this by setting a boundary on what we can expect from ourselves. So back to the questions. How much can you get done practically? What goals are realistic for you? What will you allow yourself to engage in? Where do you typically feel like that boundary gets crossed in what you expect from yourself? What standard do you hold yourself to? And is it healthy and or impossible? When looking into your business, at your clients, and at your team, we rephrase those questions slightly. Instead, we say, what do you expect out of your team? What can they expect from you? What do you expect from your clients? And what can they expect from you? In ways you feel like there is a gap there. There is an opportunity for growth. That's all conflict is actually. It's a gap between where we are and where we want to be, which is essentially like taking a highlighter and illuminating ways you can grow together. The next area to explore boundaries is in communication. The first place to take inventory here is how would you rate your communication on a scale of one to 10? Rate that for your team, client, and self. So, a way to kind of rephrase that is how well do you communicate with your team? Scale of one to 10. How well do you communicate with your clients? Scale of one to 10. And how well do you communicate with yourself? Whether through mindfulness or journaling, you cannot set efficient boundaries in communication if you aren't willing to check in with yourself. A general question you can ask yourself is what do I need right now? It's that simple. Now, when it comes to setting those boundaries in communication with your team and your clients, it's gonna look like the who, when, what, where, and hows. Who will communicate with who? When will they expect communication? What can they expect to be communicated? Where can they expect to be communicated with? And there's so many great options outside of email like Voxer, Slack, Zoom, or Google Meet. And then lastly, how will they be communicated with? voice messaging, written messages, video messages. Letting people know what they can expect from you is going to set them up for success and set you up for success. When people know what to expect in this, you're setting a boundary that if your team meeting is at 9 a.m., then 6 p.m. the night before is not an acceptable time to bring your thoughts to the table. Document these things for your team and your clients and put them somewhere where they can access them easily, but also remind them through your actions. That is key, and they will feed off of that. The next area to explore setting boundaries is in your working hours. Listen, when you're a CEO who takes 10-minute breaks after a meeting to play Legos, color a picture, or potty train even, this will be unique to you and your situation. We often think that when life is in the work-when-I-can stage, that all other office hours go out the window, but that doesn't have to be the case. The best wisdom I can point you to is answering this question based on your values. What is right right now? The answer will vary, and it should. And while I will forever be a believer in the ability to have that flexibility, that does not mean that your clients and team can have access to you all the time at any time. Working hours are just as important for the work-from-home mom who has gracefully chosen to be the CEO and the mom at the same time. That's not a grievance. It's a gift. It's not easy, but it's pretty extraordinary. So when thinking about these unique work hours, let's start with figuring out what hours of the day you can be your best self for your business. Now, let's be clear. Your family gets the best version of you, period. No exceptions. But we do need to define when you can be the best self for your business. Next, let's give your team support hours if that's necessary. If you have a team and you know they're going to need support from you at some point in the day, let's go ahead and establish those and when those will be. And if you have multiple team members, it may be efficient to have that support time with everyone together. For both your team and your clients, give them realistic expectations of what your capacity is. Maybe that means keeping clients to email communication and not being available to hop on a video call when they have one question that could turn into 20 minutes of conversation. (laughs) Equip your team to help with the communication with the clients in order to protect your energy. Next, equip your team to support each other. Have a team member be the hub of knowledge for something in their wheelhouse. If another team member has a question, they can go to another team member to find the answer. Another thing to do is to equip your team to support themselves through the 3 Before Me method. Ask them to look in three different places for the answer to the question before they come to you. 3 Before Me can be very effective in your team. Lastly, you know I'm going to say it, turn off notifications. If necessary, you can have one team member have access to you outside of work channels and educate them on what classifies as worthy to contact you outside of those hours. You're not crazy, selfish, or too bossy to be claiming this in your business. You're a CEO who is protecting her finite energy so she can be a boss, a mom, a friend, a servant, a wife, and a healthy woman and rock at all of them. At the end of the day, we are the ones who hold boundaries, not others. Meaning, our boundaries are only crossed when we allow them to be. It's more of a mental game than we'd like to admit, because it saves us energy to say, okay, here's my boundary, now abide by it. But that's like planting a garden and not tending to it. It will eventually die, and will eventually become a memory of the thing you mentioned in that meeting that one time that was a great idea, but it didn't take. We set the tone of respect for our own boundaries, and if we care for them, others will too. And if they don't, you have built, or could build, an offboarding process for them, and that's okay too. All right, friends, that's it for this episode. Are you ready to manage your boundaries, energy, and time like a CEO? If so, I have this really awesome tool and mini training you need to check out, and it's completely free. If you feel like there are some unhealthy points of tension, or that there is something being compromised in your business, this will help you diagnose it and outline the steps to take in gaining freedom from it visit the link in the show notes to download. You've got this. I'm cheering you on before you head out of here and get back to what you're doing. Subscribe to the show and connect with me on Instagram. I will look forward to seeing you there.